As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's right. eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Brav Bros. One good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody, for whoever wants to listen. I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined as always by the one and only Mr. Shooter Magooder. What's up, sir? Wow, so formal. I love it. Yeah, a little official. That's a good way to do it. I keep wanting to say it's a new year. It's a new me. Not yet. It's not even a new year. Probably not going to be a new me. Are you going to do new year, new you? No. Dude. No resolutions? We're too fucking busy. We got too much going on. Hey, you know what? No, no, no. That's our segment today because we got to think of new segments all the time. New year's resolutions. Let's let's do this. Oh, boy. Give me yours. Give me two resolutions. I don't do... I, I never do the resolutions because I never think of anything good enough that's like, oh, yeah. Give me one realistic one and one but long I don't, shot. That's the problem. I don't think about these things ever. Uh, well... You should always be striving to better yourself, Steele. It shouldn't matter if it's a new year or not, buddy. Okay, I actually appreciate that more that you're not All out right, there fine. billboarding here's it. But you got to play the game. Uh, here's one. I need to stop losing my fucking voice. I agree. It's, with... it's a big problem. Yeah, I don't like that one either. Yeah. I do like For that me? one. I mean, I don't like you losing your voice. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to a Sixers game Friday night, lost my voice Saturday, had to battle back Sunday, then family comes over, and you just keep talking all day. And our job is to talk as That's well. The so. moneymaker, dude. I know. I, I don't know what happens. I just, it's the heat of the moment. You just start yelling, you know? It was the heat of Maybe the Maybe I become moment. like a whistle guy. Like a whistle guy. No, 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 no. I can't stand that. Please don't. What do I do? Clap? Yeah. Your hands? Yeah. Everybody? Everybody, clap your hands. I guess we're musical tonight. I was going for the Sixers song, but yeah. Oh, sure. clap your hands, everybody. Philadelphia, 76ers. <laughs> this is where we are now. The Eagles are number two in the NFC, and we're still laughing at them and have no hope. So we are talking about the Sixers. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be mine. Mine is going to be to stop losing my voice as often as I do, because it is a nuisance. Okay, I like that. I like that. My New Year's resolution for both of us. Okay, my long shot. Let me into this. It's not even a long shot. This is just more I hope it happens this year. My New Year's resolution is that we can take a step back from our day jobs and focus on this full time. That would be sick. That's my resolution for the By the end. time that it starts getting nice out, too, we don't have to sit in a goddamn office all day. Oh, oh you're, you're now shortening the timeline. This is a new year's resolution. Year? I'm hoping by this time next year. Not a new spring resolution? No, I wish. I'm just saying, realistically speaking, I'm hoping that by this time next year we'll be self-sufficient. I can stop doing other things and just do this all the time. That would be nice. All right. So that's the. That would make life a lot easier. And I think, I think it? fans would like us better. You guys would definitely, there would be a lot less episodes where people comment, these guys seem angry. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. We're not angry at each other. And we're, well, we're usually not mad at Bravo. Yeah. Most of the time. We're not mad at right. Bravo. I, I promise you this. And the funniest thing is like, we've gotten comments that people have said on both sides, either you were being too mean to me or I was being too mean to you. Yeah. We're never actually mad at one another. No, no. I think we've been mad at each other maybe one time in our whole friendship, and it was over something stupid. I don't. I, I couldn't I tell you what I it was. Yeah, um, it was funny because last night at Christmas or after Christmas dinner, I 
I told a few people, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm generally a pretty happy person. And my brother chimed in from across the room and he goes, yeah, except for when OC's on, right? <laughs> Fuck. You don't even watch these shows. You just listen because you like to support us, which I love that. But d- d- stay out of it. It's infiltrated yeah, the keep, families. Keep OC out of this, please. It's, yeah, don't bring up God. OC during Christmas. Don't ruin the holiday. No. But uh, I got some good Brav Bro swag from my family. I got this hat from Sid. Which was uh, super nice. She actually gave it to me early because she was so excited to give it to me. A little camo with the Brav Bros. And then my mom, shout out to Gail, got you one of these too. It says Bang Bang Bird Gang, baby. 2023 Brav Bros. Got our names on the sleeve. So when I flex, you can see Shooter and Steel. And I now I'm able to do this. I was doing this. I know you're going to (laughs) do We're like, yeah, we want to hear from the Brav Bros. Because I got Shooter right here and I got Steel in the other arm. Who's ready? That's my uh, tough guy thing. This is the next time that a guy's too tough to talk about watching Bravo. Yeah, Mick, oh, yeah. You want to talk about Bravo? I got Shooter and Steel right here to talk to you about yeah, it. Right here. On the right, one of the steel's on the right, shooter's on the left. Which one you want first? Pow, pow, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah, soft now? Great. <laughs> that is great. Love that. Um, well, I was thinking, because usually, you know, midweek episode, we usually do rankings. Well, we have to do rankings for one of these two episodes, So, but I, we need new. Uh, uh, hear, hear me out. Oh, settle down. Hear me out. Whatever that was. I'm getting, I'm not frustrated. I'm just tired. Okay. You know? Yeah. No, I do. Trust it's me. a good tired. It is a good tired. You spend a lot of time with family. You're traveling, doing whatever. It's a content Exhausted. Yeah. yeah. I know. What um, so anyway, rankings. Instead of ranking the shows, because this is an off week, we just looked, obviously today we're going to be talking about, in this episode, we'll be talking about Southern Charm. A little bit later, when you listen through, we'll get into Southern Hospitality in the next episode. And then later this week's going to be a little interesting. We're going to have to get into Roni Legacy, and I think Miami's still airing Wednesday night is what I saw. That would make so sense. So no Beverly Hills but Miami, and Salt Lake is not on tonight either. Okay. So we're going to have to figure that one out. But I was thinking for rankings today, why don't we rank something a little different? Okay. Let's get into the spirit. For this episode, I'm thinking, let's rank Christmas foods. Christmas foods. Foods. Okay. Christmas dinner, where are you putting on your charts? Give me like a one through five, because there's a lot there. I was thinking about this last night, because I had... When I think Christmas food, then I'm thinking Thanksgiving food as well. Not always. Give me Turkey Christmas on Thanksgiving, usually ideas. ham or like prime rib or something on Christmas. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to... Honestly, number one is probably like... And there's a difference here. Good honey-baked ham. And yeah. you get a really good one and it just like melts in your mouth and like the flavors there. Yeah. Cause when you get a really bad one, it makes you not want to eat ham Dry, again. You, don't, you know? Yeah. yeah. The funny thing, dude, in Dip Texas, in the mashed potatoes. Yes. And yeah, you got to yeah. mix it all together. In Texas, they actually have the honey baked ham store. Ooh. So in Midland, if you're, if you know people, you would get a coupon. Where'd you get that shirt? The honey baked ham store? Honey-baked ham. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you get a coupon in Texas for a honey baked ham. It's a hundred dollars for one of these fuckers. Damn. So yeah, you get like the coupon. You walk in, like you there's a big line for people getting their ham. Yeah. You walk right by into the VIP, go, <laughs> I've got the coupon. Is that like when you get a coupon at Giant? It's like you redeem your ham. Uh, oh yeah, the ham certificate. Never do it. Yeah, yeah, I'd never do it. I I've so never maybe I should and don't I it. probably should. I just throw it in the freezer and Yeah, that would be smarter. Anyway, honey baked ham number one. Okay. Number two, I'm gonna go you're gonna have to help me out here. Uh what's another I need Christmas foods. It's not specific to Christmas. It's just what do you look forward to? It can be specific to your family. Okay. All right. Specific to my family back in the day then. I'm gonna go yeah. that route. We used to do um we would go hunting because we were down in Texas at the ranch and we would get a wild turkey. Okay. And then we would um, marinate it like teriyaki style Ooh. in strips, and we would do that. 
But my top food then, if we're doing everything like my experience, yeah. my top food, it'll always remind me of Christmas, is grilled quail. Because we would go quail hunting That's and then we good. would... I do like good quail. Yeah, we would go from the ranch. We'd get however many quail we could, take them immediately to the house after we cleaned them and cook them the same day. Yep. Wrap them in some bacon. You know the drill. I mean, oh, yeah. phenomenal. Oh, so I'm yeah. going to leave it there because I'm running out of foods that I can That's think fine. of. A good yeah. pheasant bomb would be pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, not very surprising at all that you selected three meats. Yeah. Big meat guy. Big meat guy. Big meat guy. Huge. The reason that I brought it up is because I had, and it's a good problem to have, but I had an issue last night. Everything on the table I wanted to eat. Like, you know, sometimes there's like a couple, like, especially on like Thanksgiving, there's just so much crap. And it's like, all right, I can skip like maybe the cranberry sauce. I can skip uh, this, you know, corn dish or whatever over here. Last night was every single thing that was on the table I wanted a little bit of. I get that. And I ate way too much. Yep. And I got very full. And I also had an edible, so I was I was away, <laughs> far and away. I think I texted you guys and said, hey, guys, Merry Christmas. Anybody uh, getting off that edible or what? Hey, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, so, yeah, so mine, mine is, at the top, is mac and cheese. Just a good, b- nice baked dish of mac and cheese. It's I like a so good, good baked mac. My mom threw in, uh, she did twice-baked potatoes last night, too. Those are good. Those were so good. A little sour cream, a little cheddar, and some bacon on top. Um, and then I, I love prime rib on Christmas. That's like a newer thing that we started doing. And prime rib. That's When it's done right, it was, I don't know, it was like 12 pounds of it. And you have to do so much. It was it was great. It was delicious. It was sounds lovely. Just the whole house just smelled lovely. And I've got another one for the next episode too. Oh, great! That one will be a little easier, I think. I've got an amendment to mine too. Now, ever since I'm throwing sides in, yeah. Well, not (laughs) well. Ever since Dev and I have been married, like her Christmas is very Italian themed. So I would be remiss not to include like last night. What we have? I ate so much. We had. Homemade meatballs. We had oregano. We had tomato pie. Uh, man, what else? Um, chicken fingers. Gotta throw in the chicken fingers from Maria's. Oh yeah, which are phenomenal. Um, yeah. So now I guess mine's also like Italian food, which yeah. I would never be mad at. It's my favorite cuisine. So it is. It is top tier. So there you go. Good there job. You go. Hopefully go. we made all of you hungry at home. I am still not hungry. I'm actually. still stuffed. I'm <laughs> yeah. still full. But uh, hopefully, I ate dinner out of necessity tonight. But I did not want to. Oh, uh, you're right. I, I'm eating for fuel, not food. I needed to get through this podcast episode. Yes, po- podcasting's tough, man. Podcasting takes that. You're on an empty stomach. Let me we'll tell get, you, get a little ornery. On to Southern Charm. But we are back in Charleston. Finally, we got the beginning of the episode is still in Jamaica, but we do get to go back to Charleston at some point during this. But anyway. We start the episode out with Taylor, and she is giving her speech, which uh, I don't know why. <laughs> One. And two, I don't know why last week I thought this might go well. And I didn't think about it. And then now I'm watching this train wreck just baffled, flummoxed, if you will. Uh, yeah. I don't understand what her approach was. Nope. I think she's been talking to Shep way too much, who's still coaching her through this speech as she's trying to talk, even though it's going downhill further. Coaching and, further. and questioning, but yeah, he's playing both sides of the field he's here. He's like, "Yeah, say that. No, don't say that. Say that. Oh, that was bad. That's a little too far. It's it's just a disaster. And the only thing that could possibly make it worse is if you reference Olivia's brother. Yeah. So let's go ahead and reference Olivia's brother. That's I right. love my brother, as I'm sure you loved yours. Yeah, that was by far. And we and we did talk about it last week, and I did say 
they are doing this cliffhanger thing because there's nothing there. It's not like she's going to come out of the blue and say, we fucked, guys. This is what happened. We went back to the room in New York. Here's the real timeline. We did everything that you guys have been saying for weeks, and we're finally copping to it. And then Austin has a breakdown. As great as that would have been, I never would have imagined that that would have happened. That's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. I don't care about the cliffhanger or not. It was a train wreck. It was. There's no reason to do it. We talked about it last week. Why are you still doing it? And I, the only thing I can come up with is she thinks that this could be the final hurrah. Like, let's put this, as she said, let's put this to bed finally. But you this don't is get not your dictate. place to do that. I I do agree that these things do keep popping up. And look, if it came up randomly or JT said something, and now all of a sudden we're talking about Austin and Taylor hooking up once again, I would be a little annoyed and say, can we just fucking put it to bed already? Like you guys are just bringing this up at every opportunity and we're going to talk about it. It's public thing. It's public knowledge now. Yep. It just popped up on page six. Like now we have to talk about it. It's going to bring up raw emotions. And obviously Olivia is still entitled to her opinion and being upset. I know what she was trying to do. That was not something that Taylor completely overlooked. That was not a dumb moment by Taylor. She thought that she could relate how she feels about her brother to how Olivia felt about her brother. That was her Hail Mary. It makes no sense. And the whole issue was... Olivia said, you talked to your family about it, and you guys were playing the semantics game. Yes. I talked to my sister about it. I talked to my brother about it. You would talk to your brother if you were in a similar situation. Oh, wait, you can't. That's what she did. <laughs> More or less. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And the fact that Shep was even trying to stand up for her, the fact that Whitney was standing up for Austin, none of it made any sense. It was a complete clusterfuck. But this is why I love Bravo dinners. Uh Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Especially these Southern Charm dinners, because this is all real, raw emotion. And like, I'm glad this one went a different direction than the other dinner went, where, you know, it's a very similar format. JT speaks up again. Madison's chiming in. However, last time when it was happening, Austin got off the hook, kind of, because everyone was laughing at JT and everyone's kind of letting Austin off the hook as he normally does. Like, he just gets a pass for some reason. Yep. This time, JT, it landed when JT was talking. I actually, people weren't laughing at him, and it was much more... He's sitting over there with his feet up. Yeah, which wasn't great. Taking way too much pleasure in this. Yes, but he was also more composed with it. It wasn't so much like, look at me, your knight in shining armor. This moment actually felt more like, Austin, dude, like, what the fuck are you doing? This is yeah. bad. Like, you look like an idiot. Like, fess up or come clean or whatever. Just stop I think it's because idiot. he wasn't doing the, like you just said, he wasn't doing the knight in shining armor thing. He wasn't even going after Austin for Taylor's sake. He was completely looking past Taylor. Yeah, just, just going Austin after Sanford. Austin. I think that's why it hit more because it showed that he had like a clear objective here. Maybe it wasn't one of those. I'm going to go after Austin to try to get the smoke off of Taylor a little bit. It almost looked like he kind of just accepted Taylor's fate. Like, hey, you just made your own bed. You got to go lie in it. I'm going to go after Austin because he's not getting off the hook this time. And people agreed, partly. Because Austin burned the bridge with Madison. That's exactly why. Madison chiming in and getting the people going, people will respond well to her. And if nobody's doing it, if JT's going to start it off and Madison's going to continue it, other people will step in. And it was a heated moment. It was, but it was one that was 
necessary and important, I think, because maybe now Austin won't get a pass. They yep. might actually hold his feet to the fire. Craig's been trying to somewhat, but at the same time, he's being a supportive friend, so it doesn't ever get to a point of, like, you need to do this. Whitney clearly is going to have his back. There's so many cop-outs amongst the group for Austin, and it feels as though it's wearing thin a little mm-hmm. bit, and maybe he won't be able to hide behind it. But the craziest thing that happens during this scene is the fact that Taylor and Austin are like, we're done, we're sick of it. We've talked about this already. But again, this highlights the fact that this is not yours to dictate. It's actually completely the opposite. This is all on Olivia, and she's not over it. And yeah, it keeps getting brought up. Yeah, we at home can also agree that this is getting annoying. It is getting very annoying. And I'm tired of hearing about it mostly because we do this for pretty much every storyline that just kind of runs its course. There's no new information. Yep. And I don't care if their stories aren't adding up. And again, in the moment, if I'm Craig, I'm a little pissed off that the stories aren't adding up. I'm going to point that out. Sure, fine. But at home, we've heard the same thing over and over and over again. I'm tired of it. I am done with this thing. Shut up and like, can we just move on? Especially if Olivia is going to text Austin the next day and live text him about the fucking Oscars. That's what I'm saying. That makes no sense. Like, you do not. I agree that you are the victim in this. You lost a best friend who betrayed you with your ex-boyfriend. That's a problem. All three should just completely cut ties from each other. It's not happening because Olivia is getting upset and then she's texting Austin. She's going through the cycle. And I'm at the point now where I'm not going to give Olivia a pass anymore. You can't keep doing this and expecting different results. You can't keep leading Austin on with text messages about being friends or whatever the hell else is going on and potentially even like going over to his house and hanging out and taking your bra off those things. You can't do all of those things and be mad at him at the same time. Pick a lane, figure something out. I agree. You have to pick a lane one side or the other. I think my biggest issue with that is not so much if she's having a hard time figuring out where she stands with Austin, that's one thing. But from him saying, and we have heard elsewhere, I won't say where, but we've heard elsewhere that this was an ongoing theme where she would act one way in person versus how she was in text messages. Yeah. Now, if she was having a hard time pinpointing what this friendship with Austin was, and that's why this was happening, okay, I can give you a pass. I cannot give a pass because for me, it seems like she's trying to save face in person and wants to be like, yeah, fuck Austin. Like in the group. Yeah. Yeah. When she's in the group amongst other people, she wants to maintain that he scorned me. I'm not over it. Right. But behind closed doors, she wants that friendship. And I think that it's simply to save face. It's not because she's battling, do I like him? Do I not like him? Do I want to be friends with him? She's just trying to not look stupid again. Yeah, and and that's fair because you've got Taylor on the other side of the table who does look stupid. Totally. She does the things like accept Shep back and try to mend some weird relationship with Shep and text him and say that you want to come over and ask him about his dick and things like that. Taylor looks like an absolute idiot. However... Olivia's doing a couple of those things when it comes to Austin, but she is saving face in front of the whole group for that purpose of not looking like an idiot. That's I what I mean. That's exactly what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. That's actually a really good theory. I like that. Yeah. You like job, that? Dude. Thank you. But moving on from there, we get this. <laughs> this was the worst scene all season because this is just showing you exactly how she actually feels about it. Dumb enough to talk about it this loudly. She should know Olivia's next door, right? She's a moron. This is this is crazy that you could sit there and maybe she was really drunk. Her brother also sounds like a moron. But you know what? I'm not going to even hold it against her brother because we don't know what Taylor's telling her brother. That's she could be telling one side of the story and completely leaving out all of the information. 
and her brother's just there to defend his sister. And I, I get that. I but, get that. But doing it on FaceTime, I, I, it, that's a production thing. I understand that you need to do that. You can't be on the phone with somebody. You need to be on FaceTime if we're going to hear the whole conversation. I get that. Don't do it on the balcony. Shut the door. Don't be stupid. You know Olivia is going to go back to her room because she's upset too. You thought you were alone. Like it, it, the stupidity just blows my mind. It was nuts. And like she's talking about how she's pretty much saying like I'm the victim now. And she's stuck on the number of apologies she's given. I've apologized four times. It's like, all right, stop apologizing, but don't expect it to be okay. It doesn't mean you have to keep throwing yourself out there and getting shot down. It means she's not ready to accept your apology yet. So you getting frustrated and saying the same thing, she's frustrated also, by the way, because you still haven't gotten it. It still hasn't clicked for you. Well, I love when she says, I've never had a friend tell me that she doesn't trust me because I made a mistake. I, I made one mistake and I've never had a friend treat me like She's this. Doing... I've never, th- you've never had a friend. Hopefully you've never been in this situation before. Yeah. Maybe that's why none of this has occurred to you. But yeah, she said hate because she hates you. Yeah, There's not no, that hard to figure like, out. I don't get it. It's because she hates you. You know what? She's never been through it before. That's point A. Point B. Her coach is Shep. Yeah. That's a terrible idea. And point C, Austin just wants to save himself. That's it. I have never once seen Austin step in and try to protect Taylor during oh. any of this. He realizes that this is wrong and he wants to disassociate himself. Like, yeah, we did ridicule them for hanging out afterwards. But since then, they, you know, they, they haven't been together in the same room. It, no. JT and Taylor are hanging out in the same room. You didn't see Austin going into a room during Jamaica. JT and Taylor, yeah. let me squash well, this Well, right we can now. get to that when Rod and all JT right, are wait. talking okay, on FaceTime. Let's finish this scene then. As they're FaceTiming and all that stuff, we cut over to Olivia's room and she hears this entire thing. And the worst thing that she could possibly say, and she shouldn't have said this even if she was behind closed doors, is I don't regret anything. They weren't even ever dating i don't understand what the big deal is i kind of get that though i know because you've had that stance the whole time and maintained it my point is if you're in the doghouse like this you can't talk like no that. no definitely you not. can never say that out loud even if that's in your heart of hearts just shut up take i it can to the say grave. that on the podcast you can as much as i want yeah you cannot say that absolutely not because you've negated every apology you've given you've negated any conversations you've had with either of those two whether it be shep or with Olivia, mm-hmm. everything that you just did wiped the slate clean and not in a positive way. You're back to ground zero with Olivia because you just ruined yourself. For what? To stand up for yourself? Like to talk to your brother who's going to have your back no matter what. And the funniest shit to me, man, and again, I don't care what your beliefs are. You can believe anything, and re- like religiously speaking. If you're Christian, Jewish, Muslim, like whatever you are, I respect it always. What drives me crazy is when someone does something bad, i.e. Taylor hooking up with Austin behind Olivia's back, and the the thing to fix it all, what would Jesus do? You know what he probably wouldn't do is hook up with your best friend's ex. Jesus probably wouldn't do that. You know what else he wouldn't do? Lie about it. So now you sit here and use what would Jesus do to make yourself feel like you're a righteous person. That's bullshit. If you live and die by the book, i.e. the Bible, then in this moment of all, you should be like, yeah, I need to look inward. I messed this whole thing up. What would Jesus do? He would apologize relentlessly. That's WWJD. Yeah, maybe. I I think she's a bad Christian because she doesn't understand what Jesus would do. No, I know. She hasn't done one thing that would be taught as a as a good like faith value, a good core value. She hasn't done one of those things. That's what pisses me off. It's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. What would Jesus do? He would just be quiet and move forward. 
It's too late for that. It's, we should have done that too six late weeks ago. For that, but it doesn't vindicate you because you're Christian and saying, what would Jesus do now after the fact, after you then went on FaceTime with your brother and talked shit about Olivia and got caught? And now it's what would Jesus do because it makes you feel better. You're still a shitty person. Just because yeah. you drop a WWJD doesn't nullify all the dumb stuff you've done and doesn't make you a good person. Yeah. If you're Christian and believe in that, truly, then live it. Live it. Don't True. don't back it up because you fucked up and now you're a Christian. What happened? What WWJD when your tongue was down Austin's that, it, throat? It just kind of sounds like that's how the family is. It's and and like, we only got like crazy, a little bit bro. of Taylor's parents. But Olivia's brother just died and she shows up and her mom's like, check out this lake. That's what God made. It's I like, know. Your brother just died. Like, I know. No. I know. It's just it, that that's when I get irritated. I know. I get I, I do get that. But at the end of the day, Taylor's a shitty person. Yeah. And we finally see her true colors. She finally yeah. gets through. And Olivia was there to hear it. And that's really all that matters because that's closure. Yeah. You know what day, it is. Like, you know what we've been going through? It's the constant battle, the constant struggle of... You know, she keeps apologizing. She keeps apologizing. But, like, I'm going to be nice to her because I still do have love for her. I'm just really confused as to what the fuck was going on and why she did this and why she betrayed me. You just heard her on the phone with her brother, who she just said is the closest person to her in her life and the person that she talks to about her real things. She just said something very real, and it was very damning towards you, Olivia. And you overheard that. Like, that's closure. You're done with this. Yeah, walk away from it. Yeah, get the hell away from her. It's not getting better, but... Before we get to JT's apartment, I do need to talk about Madison and Craig only because do you think that we hiccup because we were once fish? God, I hope so. And we forgot that we're not fish anymore. I think the bigger problem is that Madison didn't really believe that she wasn't a fish. You know what I mean? Like she was just like, I'm not a fish. I'm not a fish. Like, no, you got to believe it if you want it to stop. I believe Craig. I had literally the same thought process <laughs> i was like if she really if she really bought into she this really shit, got into it you really need you don't you're not i don't you gotta sell it yeah you really gotta sell it and you're not you really have to live that life you feel i i think you're still questioning craig's logic and that's bullshit so. you gotta buy in that that's so funny I, we're stupid <laughs> um but we get to jt's apartment and uh i love that they highlighted the unused condoms as he tossed them to the side yeah but these two idiots man <laughs> rod wait 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 what when they said unused condoms i was like that would be weird if they were used (laughs) (laughs) you just say condoms (laughs) is he collecting them nailing them up on his wall might honestly (laughs) finally got he's timing his mom check it out yeah i finally got one mama (laughs) i'm putting this next to 1998 remember her anyway Maybe 98. How old is JT? Maybe 2008. JT could be anywhere between like 32 and 48, and I believe it. But these two guys are sitting there, and this is the worst possible thing Rod could do. And Rod, at the very least, seems somewhat normal and understands how things work. At least I thought so. The more and more I see him, the less and less I believe that. Because he's like, there's something there between you and Taylor, man. There's just something there. You guys are giggling. I can still hear you giggling behind me. (laughs) Don't do this to JT. Don't, no. Don't pump them up but like JT this. JT and Rod, like, that's their only friendship between the two of them. The rest of the group doesn't care about that. No, I understand that. But, like, it's a dangerous game to play because now JT thinks he has a shot. And we've even heard Taylor say he has no shot. And Rod is just trying to make him feel better. JT is loving it. But don't say there's something there. There's not, sir. There simply is not. And you're, you're leading this poor man on. And yeah, is it frustrating to watch this whole debacle? Sure. But it's going to get a lot worse if he actually thinks he has a chance. And let me just lay this out there right now and clear it up, like what's happening. 
Taylor is your friend by necessity. Yeah. She has nobody else in the group. Why do you think she's sitting there smiling and laughing on the plane ride home with you? Because no one else is talking. Nobody will talk to her. It's not by chance that you two are sitting together, but it's also not because she wants to sit next to you. You're the only one that will let her do anything, and she's not the bad guy because you love her. Yep. That's it. Good point. Their friend by necessity. Friend by necessity. Yeah. Let's not get across. I don't think that JT ever thought, like JT coming home from Jamaica, he said that she hung out in his room and they hung out on the balcony multiple nights. He came back from that Jamaica trip fully convinced that he has a shot. I know he does. I don't think Rod saying that changed it at all. He was already at 100%. It doesn't change it, but it solidifies it. Maybe. And I just, this is coming from a place of I feel bad for JT. Yeah, and that's just like no situational awareness either. Again, we, I kind of think Rod's normal, but Taylor has the plague. Everybody needs to stay away from her. You don't want to get caught up in her shit. Don't say, don't ignore the elephant in the room and say, well, you know, that girl Taylor seems like she's in the, no, not that girl Taylor, the girl who just got up and cried in front of the whole table and then brought up Olivia's dead brother. Like, that's crazy. Don't even talk about her. Just leave her out of every conversation that you have, or you're going to be associated with her. JT is already done. He's he's, dead. Nobody gives a shit about JT. Nobody cares what he has to say. And he's associated with Taylor and he's completely fine with that. Let him live that life. You need to get out and run, dude. You do. And this is coming from a place of caring now. I know yeah, we that was act- that was actually a place of caring yeah. for Rod. We know we give you shit, but I don't like- have any issues with Rod. I just think, you know. Oh no, Rod bugs me more than JT. That's fucking Rod, insane. Rod hides behind like the hurt puppy dog I've been scorned, even though nothing's happened. I I just he can't has agree with no that. ground to stand on to be this He's fine. I mean, he dated a girl he really liked. What do you her, mean then dated? She... I see every went time on he dates. Went on dated. dates. That's not dated. Dated implies an emotional connection. Going on dates is different. Bro, you are out of the game. I have. You are married. <laughs> you've been true. married and you've been in a relationship for years. It's fair. Your beautiful daughter's here to visit. Let me tell you about Dayton, all right? <laughs> Let me tell you something <laughs> about Dayton. Let me show you an app real quick. <laughs> but what was that laugh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Austin and Katie, his sister, are catching up and he's filling her in on what's going on. How was Jamaica? <laughs> Good, I think. In what world did that go well? Like, this is what worries me about Austin is because he's not self-aware. No. He's not even remotely self-aware. But then he gets into his his explanation, and that makes more sense to me because we get to know that while Olivia tore him a new one throughout this whole trip, immediately after was the Oscars, and she was live texting him for that whole thing. They went out. He saw her in public. She was a dick to him. Fast forward, she's texting him again. Then he sees her in public. This is cyclical. And it, like I said before, that would be very confusing from Austin's standpoint. It doesn't mean that he's in the free and clear, but it does take away a little bit of credibility from Olivia because now we have her saying one thing but doing a different thing. And I get she's confused. And that's kind of what Katie was saying when she said you should just cut ties and Absolutely. completely stay away from her, which we do agree upon. but. It's Austin, and he doesn't think normally, especially when it comes to beautiful women. No. He will never think correctly when it comes to these situations. And we even just admitted, it is kind of murky. It's really weird. You just got absolutely destroyed by this girl, and the very next day she's live texting you about the Oscars. Yep. Then you see her out, and everything's okay. Then you have another sit-down conversation with her, and then something else breaks a little bit later, and the whole thing just happens again. It's got to be really confusing, and we know that he's dead set on keeping her in his life. 
And it seems like, based off of Instagram, because I do a little sleuth work on the side here and there, you know, nice. they still hang out. Austin was in like another island or down in Key West or something. With Olivia? With Olivia and her boyfriend and another couple of group of people. It was Olivia, her boyfriend currently, five people, and then Austin to the right side. See, it- I don't know what's going on. I do not know what's going on. But again, it's Austin. He wants to keep her in his life. As long as she's showing any like semblance of a possibility of them being friends, he's going to latch on to it. Yeah, you're right. It's really, it's. I hate to say it because she's had a really tough year, but it's on Olivia. You can't do this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look, her issue is with Taylor. You rip Taylor apart, you do whatever you want. When it comes to you being friends with your ex-boyfriend, it's a dumb fucking move. If you're going to keep doing this, that's on Olivia. I agree. It's to grow up. You can't leave out the extenuating circumstance of it because it is very important. And that's the fact that her brother passed away and they bonded over that. And that that can't be overlooked. That is a big enough thing to alter and shift some... I can't speak to that. I, uh, neither of us can. However, I can But I can, I can say, leave that out and say... I can't... Yeah, exactly. If you omit it entirely, then sure, you could pin it all on Olivia, but you can't because that does play a major factor. And I'm look, not pinning it all on Olivia. I am saying that she does play a huge chunk of a role in all By this. playing it's both not, sides of the street, It's sure. not 80-20 Austin. It's like 60-40. I'd say 70-30. I would say 70-30. Okay. I'll give you that. All right. All right, but I'm not going to I'll get up it. here and nail Olivia to the cross. 65 right? or 65, 35. I'm not. No, it's 70, 30. That's how bad at math I am. I'm like, you had to do the math. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> and I'm not a dumb person. This is just where math confuses. I'm, I think I'm like math dyslexic. Dyslexic. I'm dyslexic. math dyslexic. Good God. Anywho, we get a dinner party at Madison's and uh, it was sweet because Craig and Paige are going to go over there and. Before they get to the dinner, we get the talk again. I, I just have to write the talk. The now. talk, yeah. So it's the talk. and Birds and the bees. The birds and the bees, if you will. And we get to find out that Craig has reached a point in his life where if this doesn't work out, he's okay. Only because, and it's a testament to Paige, and he even says that, she's helped him grow up so much and be much more mature and able to just handle his life in general. Yeah, and he understands where his life is going, and he talks about his business, and he talks about what he wants. I mean, we see that all the time. They're driving around in a cul-de-sac. You can tell when he's talking about a couple sitting on the front porch and the kids being able to ride their bikes to school. He's excited to be a dad. You know what he's doing. He's trying to plant seeds. He's trying to plant seeds, but he is genuinely excited for that life for himself. And yeah, he's trying to see if he can get a reaction out of Paige to see what she does. And I respect it because I also respect Paige's end of it. Paige is very cut and dry on this. She's not ready for it yet. I think them being friends with Madison and Brett could help a lot. Because I think it Brett, will. Brett is probably the most normal person I've seen on Bravo by far. You know what Brett is? <laughs> Brett's really cool. Brett is really cool. I want to be friends with Brett. Look, I, Brett I would I would apply yeah. for that. You know what? I, I would... Madison, if you're listening and Brett needs friends, we're available. We'll come down to Charleston. We'll play some golf with him. Yeah. We'll hang out. We'll hang out with Brett. We'll show him a good time. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Just don't be mad when we steal him. (laughs) (laughs) What? Steal him. Oh. 
you got to show your uh, your sleeve, other sleeve, other sleeve, other sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not watching YouTube, you are missing out. Let me tell you. But before we get to the dinner itself, we do get a little Shep and Whitney check in, and they're whiskey tasting. And Whitney has to tell us how much the bottle is. It's a thousand dollars. Ooh, cool. One. One, yes. One dollar? One. One hundred. Ten. One thousand. Fun game, Whitney. You one million. Yeah. Great job, Sick, dude. dude. Just tell us the price of the bottle. Or you know what? Even better, don't. Just, that would be better. That'd be way better. It'd be way cooler than saying it's a thousand dollars a bottle and then You're saying- also bragging to who? Shep? Who doesn't care? Right. Yeah, whatever. Both of you who have not made your own money. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I bought this thousand dollar bottle with my daddy's money. And Shep's like, I've done that before, too. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, hanging out guys. with a couple of chicks back at my Sick, house bro yeah and that's what we get up talking about is shep was at his house with some ladies and uh taylor showed up unannounced to drop the dog off which makes it a little better knowing that this is a a setup they seem to have it's not better in the lens of this shouldn't be happening because that's crazy but it is better knowing that this is not a random occurrence in which she just showed up and did something weird but my problem with it is she brings the dog over, sees the girls there, then is texting Shep, like, what are they there for? Who are they? Like, blah, blah, blah. None of your business. Take your dog home. Take your dog home. Take your dog home and get out of here. Like, Two, shut up. This is where it's tough, man, because, like, during conversations with Whitney, Shep during conversations with Austin, Austin during conversations with other people, everybody that's an idiot on this show, on the dude side of things, which, let's be honest, the only dum-dum when it comes to the female side of things is Taylor right now. Yeah. All the other, like, the women of this show handle themselves very well. They're on top of their shit. They don't put up with shit because they've been around these morons their whole life. Good point. But when you get the dudes one-on-one, the thing that sucks the most is when they talk, they're, they're able to understand a lot of the dumb shit they're doing. They just talk about someone else doing it. That's really frustrating. To watch Shep talk about Austin, you know, Austin just, he can't grow up, he can't this, he can't that. When it comes to ladies, he's an asshole. That's you too. You're able to pinpoint it with him, but you can't look inward. Austin will do the yeah. same thing about Shep, right? Everybody's able to do it about the other dudes in the group. They just can't do it about themselves. So watching this scene is really fucking frustrating because Shep's talking to him and he's like, yeah, maybe it's a bad idea. Maybe I should like distance myself, this and that. You've known this the whole time, but you can't let go. Austin, you can't let go. You guys have this weird possessive thing over women that you've dated. And I don't get it. I don't understand what it is. I don't know the necessity to ice other dudes out of the picture. The fact that Shep can be visibly jealous of JT, who has no shot, but he's giggling with his ex-girlfriend, and now he's pissed off at JT. Like, these guys need to grow the fuck up and get over it. If you're going to be in this incestuous Charleston where you guys cannot seem to not hang out with your ex, then at least get to a point where you don't look like such a bitch because you can't get over your ex. Like, it's driving me nuts. Yeah, I said it because I'm so sick of Shep. Oh, that's just a really good point. Yeah, like, if you aren't able to handle it, then fuck off. But you can't play both sides of the street because, again, I'm not giving Taylor passes here, but I'm trying to see it from a place of she's going through so much. She's such a fucking disaster. She's a dumpster fire. Everything she touches is getting fucked up right now. The last thing you need to do is be around Shep more. Shep, the last thing you do if you actually care about this girl is putting her in that spot. Drop the hammer. Get away. Go away. We're no longer conversing. You're not coming over. Austin, drop the hammer with Olivia. Hey, until you figure out what you want from me, don't talk to me anymore. For your sake. That's being a good friend, but these guys can't get out of their own way because they have that inherent need, that want, that urge 
to be connected with these women that they no longer actually care about. It just makes them feel better about themselves. I wouldn't say that Austin and Olivia are like that. It's Shep, Shep and Taylor is a completely different issue. Austin and Olivia, Austin still is madly in love with Olivia. I agree with that. Still actually. wants her in his life and definitely still wants to date her. He's just trying to tread the water of, you know, it's a really weird time right now. I don't think, I don't think this is the right time it's making it to worse. make a move on her. It's like, yeah, you think so? I think that the biggest underlying issue of all of this, everything that you just said, Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's, that's a, good, a really that's a big really problem. Good point. That is a red flag right there, that's pal. A really. Yeah, you really can't you point. can't be making too much sense. I'm way too logical on yeah, this. Yeah, there's way too much going. Uh, on. You're right. You know what? Poop. Yeah, let's wiener. just. We're actually just going to cut the that? last three minutes yeah. of you ranting to uh, nothing. My bad. That's my bad. That's on let's you. Just go to the dinner you party. Be better. Yeah, I will. I will be better. Look at yourself in the mirror, Steel. Look at yourself <laughs> in the mirror. But we get to the dinner party, and it's cute because like. Craig and Paige are nervous. It's their first ever dinner party, which is even funnier when it's <clears throat> juxtaposed to Madison and Brett. I don't know if Brett's never done it, but I know Madison's never hosted. Like yep. she's fully buying into the being a housewife thing, which is really sweet. Like she's calling Patricia to figure out how to set up the dinner to make it look right. She And she's starting to really get into it. Like she even says, like, I'm getting kind of OCD about this shit. I want everything perfect and in its place. But it's just cute to watch at least some people in this group of crazy people grow up a little bit. Yeah. And take and take have a some, normal scene yeah. where they can talk about adult things. That's what the best part about this scene was, was like this pairing makes so much sense and I never expected it. I didn't expect it at all. And I completely ignored the aspect of Brett coming into a new city, not having friends. Mm-hmm. Hey, Paige, it's possible. And I love and I know for a fact that Madison coached Brett on what oh, was without going a on. Doubt. Like, hey, we want Paige to move down here because they're if they're a couple and they live down here, they're going to be the only couple that we hang out with. They're going to be the only normal people that we hang out with. So we're going to want to see them as much as possible. They're more normal than us, Brett. To get away from <laughs> these idiots, we're going to have to just hang out with these two. So we want Paige down here. She's having a hard time. Craig already said that she wants to come down and make friends with people and she loves me so she can make friends with me. You're going to make it seem easy to make friends down here. And we're going to be able to get this done. I, I, You know Madison can do that easily. And Brett seems to love Madison so much that he's like, yeah, I completely understand that. Let's just go ahead and do it. It was great. It was a nice, wholesome scene. I love Paige and Craig. I love Madison and Brett. Never thought that I'd say that before. I love all four of them together. I want them to get together and live in a big old house. And, and start a new play. show. New show. Yeah. yeah why not? Southern Charmed. We'll, we'll workshop that. We got to workshop that. We got to yeah, workshop no. that. Uh, um, no, no, not, I didn't mean right now. Charmed, I'm sure. No, that ain't it. Um, Charmed, I'm sure sounds like, well, there was that show called Charmed. There was Charmed. I never watched it. It was on what WB? It was just, it was just always on. Yeah, I know. What show is it? WB? It WB. I think so. WWWB. <laughs> is it the frog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that takes us to the questions. And up first from Valejandra Deeks. I believe that's it. More lack of self-awareness. Shep or Taylor? Shep. 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 Just because he's done it for years. Taylor, we know what's going on. Yeah. Doesn't excuse anything, but yeah, Shep. It does not, but uh, yeah. From RL Petty 24 how great would it be if the DMs about Angie K were from Jen Shock? Wrong show. Wrong but, show. You know and, uh, you know, Shooter had that theory. <laughs> yeah, I've got that theory. We'll just sit on that for a couple more weeks. We'll see what happens there. From Southwest Sandy, is Taylor done or is there coming back to the cast slash her friends? What? I think she's done. I don't. 
I think she's done. I, I don't see. This goes back to the scandal. I know, I know, year. I know. She, look, it's the best season of Southern Charm we've ever had. Of yeah. course, if she wants to come back, she, she will come back. She comes back and she's dating JT. Well, she's dating Rod. Honestly, bro, her only route back into the good graces of people might be through JT. Yeah, but nobody's going to take either of them seriously, though. Exactly. I say she dates Rod. And then that doesn't make any sense, and people are going to be like, she's doing that just because JT makes more sense. Okay, all right. Fine. I, did, I think that that smooths things over because people will be like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> From Anusi811, did Craig telling Paige he'd be okay without her all of a sudden make her worry yet want him more? I don't think so. I think to me watching that scene, what I got from that comment was more the fact that they are real with another real with one another right like where he's not afraid to say that to her knowing that she's going to take it the correct way whereas if you're in a relationship with somebody guy or girl doesn't matter that you're not super comfortable with and you drop that line it's going to have them questioning everything whereas i think they're at a place where craig can say that and she understands like oh wow i've matured you so much that you know like your life will continue on after this if needed but hopefully not without me it's not so much uh like a check where she's like oh shit yeah i don't think they've had this conversation so many times and it's always gone the same way that i honestly think that craig just got to this point and said it i don't think he has an ulterior motive i don't think he was trying to light a fire under her ass or maybe show her that you know he's gonna stay here regardless i think that they're both pretty steadfast and staying they need to explore other opportunities, which is where I think Brett comes in talking about yeah. uh, maybe just take the next step, get engaged. It doesn't matter if you don't live together. Who cares? Yeah, figure you can it get out. engaged, you can get married and then move in and then you have to worry about kids later. Don't do it right now. I think that's the type of things that they need to hear. And that's the type of stuff that you only get hanging out with normal people. Yeah. They you know, need to also do. Do that too. But that's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, I do not. Uh yeah, no, I got nothing. Well, make sure that you buy tickets to our live show January 25th. It's a Thursday night at the Green Room 42 in New York City. It's in Times Square to be exact. So come out and support the bros. It's our first ever solo show. We are headlining this, John, so we need as much support as we can get. We need them ticket numbies to be up so we can continue to do more shows across the U.S. We want to do a a grand tour, if you will. We want to go East Coast, West Coast, South Coast, North Coast. A two-man show. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. I, yeah. It that makes it sound is. less cool, though. It sounds kind of hot. Not really, because, well... You just go like this. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Shooter steal. You just missed out again if you're not watching YouTube. <laughs> you're really missing out on a lot of visual bits today. So if you're not a YouTube subscriber, go ahead and click that subscribe number. Damn it. Button. Ugh, so close to a, a clean plug. Whoa. I don't like that term. Oh, man, yeah. Uh... Rob Bros are out of here. <laughs>